you're always like, Chris, say something interesting. Mike, you say something interesting. <laughs> it's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slave. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slave. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, superheroes, and Tide, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this is a podcast. No, it's a Tide ad. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's right. So we decided to hop back on the mic right after the Super Bowl, the big game, big game spots out there into the world now, so you can go on YouTube and find them all. So we're going to talk about them, but... Before we get into uh, into them, which I say the top seven trailers is what we're going to be talking about, uh, there were commercials out there that we thought were pretty funny. But Chris, before we could even get into the commercials, we got to get something out of the way because we were super frustrated a few hours ago. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I turned my TV on a little bit before 6 p.m. You know, you never know what that first half hour is going to hold. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Everywhere has been promoting watch the Super Bowl via the NBC app. Oh, yeah. Great. I load it up, and you're like, oh, man, that was a great trailer for Jurassic World. I'm like, what? <laughs> what, what Jurassic? So I f- come to find out that the app isn't showing trailers or commercials at all. It just it- says NBC will be right back, and then it would show something about the military <laughs> and then they would go back to the game, and I was very confused for the first quarter of this game. Yeah, the big problem was is it wasn't consistent because I went on Twitter to see people basically screaming at NBC, which they had every right to do, which I joined them in. It was just a mixture you didn't know. Like At the beginning, I was watching it via the NBC app on Roku, and I was seeing commercials just fine. I was like, oh, this is awesome. The only downside to this is I'm about maybe like 20 to 30 seconds behind live TV. You know, not a big deal. I can deal with it. I don't have to get out the bunny ears or anything like that. But then once halftime rolled around, once we got close, I started missing commercials. I was seeing black screens. You know, I was freaking out. So I started doing investigating, and then, you know, people were seeing it. So I switched over even to my Chrome desktop. I went to the NBC.com website. Same issue. And so I busted out my bunny ears, and I couldn't even pick up NBC just because, like, this is just a really janky antenna. So I had to bounce back and forth between the Roku app and the desktop on my TV, back and forth. Sometimes the trailers were there. Sometimes they weren't. Super frustrating. Uh, NBC totally dropped the ball here. No one's ever going to trust in that app. Like, the one conceit people were okay with was being on a delay because you guys, uh, we were texting throughout the game, and you would send me a text like, oh, my God, there it is, the Infinity War trailer. And I'd be like, wait, what? I'm still watching the game. I was like, oh, there's the touchdown. Okay, here's the here's the trailer. So, NBC, uh, I, I hate you. Uh, get a better get some get a better CDN for your streaming because I think what happens is I think they have a, a dedicated stream for the game which was pretty solid for me so I guess if you're if you're for, watching the Super Bowl for the actual football game you I think you had better luck but then I think they had a separate downstream for the commercials and ads and they were just not meshing together at all they com- they completely fumbled it to use a football analogy so. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they kind of fixed it. They, I'm sure they're running around like everything was on fire. So they kind of fixed it during the halftime and after the halftime show. It wasn't as much of an issue, but I think I missed some good stuff, I think. Well, so, um, yeah, NBC had a, a technical malfunction in, in the thing, and they lost a 30-second spot, which cost them about $5 million. Ooh. <laughs> um, because that's how much spots were. So um, 
it's just it's bad it was bad all around it was a horrible experience i ended up watching the game i bust up my rabbit ears but i could only get it like half like half assed uh-huh. because of you know digital antennas have digital glitching yeah uh, they, they, there's no fuzzy screens anymore it just glitches uh, so we pulled up the NFL app dot com mm-hmm. app and watched it through there, and it had the trailers. Um, it was it was a delay to the rabbit ears, but you know I'll take that as, as long as it was a clear yeah, screen. Yeah, we we had to get our trailers the way they could. But all right, let's segue into commercials real quick. Uh, yes. I I think. For me, in my opinion, obviously, we're kind of bearing the lead here for the best ad campaign in general. But I think the single best commercial for me with execution-wise just on a single single basis was the Dorito uh, Mountain Dew <laughs> commercial. Seeing uh, Peter Dinklage uh, lip-sync to Buster Rhymes was something I never thought I wanted in my life. And it was just so amazing, so funny, and it's so on point. You think lip-sync would be easy, but he's got to do it in front of a camera. And he did it just perfectly i don't know if there was like editing and post to make his link li- lip sync up but who he was like spitting fire it looked <laughs> it looked like there was some like some sort of digital manipulation maybe speeding up or slowing down but yeah it was just it was executed so well and then the the back half of that commercial is the mountain dew ice with morgan freeman <laughs> and um, missy elliott yeah a, a song of ice and fire is what they're calling it which is yeah. very ironic yeah, very, very clever of them. So you can always count on Doritos to come through. Uh, I think my, one of my bigger letdowns was the Eminem one. Like they had been hyping that up in all of my social streams and promoted post of uh, Danny DeVito mm-hmm. um, being an Eminem for like weeks. Oh, wait, you you won't just be able to you, – you'll lose your mind when this comes around to the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, he's just Danny DeVito just saying eat me. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it, it, it could have been a skit from Always Sunny and I wouldn't have known any difference. <laughs> um, overall, one of my favorite ones was actually the um, his bleep don't stink commercial. That was actually good, yeah. I was like – I don't know what's going on here, but this is pretty funny. Uh, so I, I had a really good time with that. Like, that's just, it's a dumb joke, but like that's yeah. what kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. So um, did you did you catch? Was there a second half to that Chris Pratt Michelob Ultra commercial? Because my wife was telling me there was supposed to be a part two where he was maybe singing in it or something, and I don't know if you were supposed to go online and watch it, but I thought it was kind of dumb. So, and Michelob Ultra is basically water anyway that tastes like piss, so I didn't really care anyway. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I've mean, I got a list of trailers here. There's only one of them here. Um, so yeah. I think well, there's only one part. I'm sure he got paid very, very well for it, but it was not very funny. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I didn't think that was either. Um, I also enjoyed the, the, it was Peyton Manning's younger brother, Eli Manning, and like the... Um, dirty dancing homage. Commercial. I don't know what I didn't know what that was for us. It, maybe it was with our stream. It seemed like they kept getting cut off. So there was a couple was of them, and then at the end, it built up to a big synchronized dancing one. So maybe we oh. did. Well, I think I missed that one. Yeah, but obvious. Yeah, but obviously the biggest hitting it out of the park. I think one of the best ad campaign Super Bowls ever seen in its existence. And I know I've, I haven't been alive for all of them. <laughs> Uh, but David Harbour, Hellboy yes. himself, uh, comes in and just destroys the meta narrative with Tide. Holy crap. How did you feel when you saw that first Tide ad, Chris? <laughs> I was like, okay, this is a cute little Tide ad. Okay, they're going to they're gonna stop doing this. Holy shit, every other ad could be a Tide <laughs> ad by the end of it. I was, It caught me up. The, the one that got me the most was because Procter & Gamble owns both 
Tide and Old Spice. Mm-hmm. So they actually had the Old Spice guy and the music and the person there, and they weren't infringing any copy. I'm it, like, yeah. That I'm like, is this an Old Spice? No. Nope. No, it's well, tied. The, it's tied. Well, the, th- the thing that I thought was happening is I thought maybe they just hired the Old Spice guy because, like, you know, technically I didn't mm-hmm. see the Old Spice logo anywhere. It's like, oh, so maybe they're doing, like, a Verizon Sprint thing where they got the he- You Hear Me Now guy. And I was like, oh, that's cool. The one that got me, I think, was the one after it was the Mr. Clean one. And I was like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is going to be a goof. This is going to be a goofy Mr. Clean movie where Mr. Clean is dancing sexy and the housewife is getting it. And then she's like, no, this is a tight end. And David Harbour is there standing in all his all-white get-up. And, I mean – they had me already, but I was just like, like I would have done a standing ovation for this. This was just oh, amazing. Yeah. I mean, I thought I wanted David Harbour just to look right to the screen and say, stop eating detergent, you idiots. But I think this is almost better. It's like, what's the one way to stop a really bad internet meme where people eat laundry detergent? You just make a better Tide meme where people are probably going to be interjecting like screenshots of David Harbour and like gifts like this is a Tide gif now or oh this is a Tide uh this is a Tide uh, YouTube mm-hmm. video now. So yeah, I think exactly like <laughs> yeah Infinity War show? nope Tide head. Oh my god. Uh, I just thought like it was kind of funny because if you listen to our normal news episode from this week, I kind of had a I don't want to take credit for Tide. You know, because obviously they can't read my mind. But, hey, maybe they uh, whipped all these together within a week. When last week I said, I I expect Deadpool to be at the Super Bowl and he's just going to show up in someone else's commercial like Dove Soap or something like that. And this is maybe kind of along the same lines of going a little bit meta. But, man, this is awesome. (laughs) Hijacking commercials, I mean, you you did say that something needed to happen there. And and it definitely Mm -hmm. did. And, um, I mean, at any point... It could have just been. He could just be like, "Nope, tie dad," because uh, I think the original one where he's like making fun of like, "Oh, it's a beer commercial," or it's a yeah. I think I saw the Clydesdale horse. I'm like, "Oh, here's the Budweiser." Nope, tie dad. I'm like, yep, "God damn dad. it, he got me again." <laughs> Um, uh, so I missed the very last one because usually you assume at the end of the game all the good commercials are up. There was one more like tennis tide ad that I yeah. missed. Like I got into the room like right at the last scene and my wife is just like, oh, you missed another tide ad. And I was like, uh, god damn it. I never thought so, I'd be so mad to miss a tide commercial. It's one of those like, oh, you never know when like back pain strikes. He's like, no nope, tide <laughs> ad. Uh, no, notice no stains. Kind yeah. Of That's, it's beautiful. It was awesome. I, I look forward to the compilations of this. <laughs> um, I haven't seen a campaign this good since Mayhem, like me. Yeah, I mean... Because those were really good back in the day. And it couldn't have happened to a a better person of David Harbour. You know, he's been viral on Twitter. Like, he got a bunch of retweets from... um, some sort of a foundation or uh, I think it was maybe Greenpeace. I think he asked Greenpeace how many retweets does it take for me to be able to go to the Arctic and dance with penguins. And they said like 10,000 and he got way more than 10,000 retweets. (laughs) So he's like, he's a, he's an internet uh, superstar already. And now he's a commercial superstar, but we're burying, we're double burying the lead here because we're here to talk about uh, trailers for movies and Chris we're going to start with the first one that you missed <laughs> yeah so I definitely straight up missed this one Jurassic World came in launching hard buying probably one of the most expensive slots in in the game um, mm-hmm. launching hard Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom um, uh, I tell you what I just don't care about this movie still um, <laughs> I, I, I enjoy that this seems more scary than the other ones uh-huh. uh, like it looks like it's going to be scary throughout rather than just at the end, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I could use a little tenseness in my Jurassic World stuff, but it seems like it's a lot of the same in the last one. Hey, we're genetically modifying a dinosaur that shouldn't be made because it's too dangerous. Yeah. And uh, on top of the the island's blowing up. So, um, yeah, I don't, you brought I don't up, know. 
Well, you brought up the scariness aspect. There was, there's a lot of shots in this trailer where you're seeing dinosaurs inside in corridors, like coming down, down tubes and stuff. And I got a... Um, I don't know if you played this game back in the day. I got a Dino Crisis vibe, which okay. if you're not familiar with Dino Crisis, it's basically just Resident Evil, but replaced the zombies with uh, dinosaurs back in like the original PlayStation days. So I kind of got that vibe. of. So that was kind of cool. There seems to be some sort of plot where they're crossbreeding or genetically mutating dinosaurs, but I was kind of confused because they're very surprised in the trailer of, oh my God, what did they make? But wasn't that kind of the conceit of the last movie yeah, where they yeah. made a dinosaur? So I don't know if this is the next maybe level it's a human dinosaur well, well yeah that's what i was thinking too because they talked about that or maybe they mixed it with like a mammal or something so maybe it's like part bear part dinosaur either way it's got to look badass and no one's gonna be scared of it but um uh, I really don't care about this blue velociraptor uh, sideline where it's supposed to be kind of like a, a loyal dog. It, I just I don't care, and it's kind of hard to believe a giant uh, velociraptor could be trained like that. But it's Jurassic Park, so I guess you just kind of let it go. But this is just another one of those kind of shut-your-brain-off movie, just like the last one. Go and have a good time. And if you're really, really picky, just go rewatch the first Jurassic Park because, God damn, it still holds up. It's still amazing. So Yeah, it's like 25 uh, years this year since Jurassic Park, and... I thought there was a second Fallen Kingdom trailer later on because they played original Jurassic Park footage with Jeff Goldblum, and then he was driving a Jeep <laughs> away from a T-Rex. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. it's a Jeep ad. Yeah, it's and it was Jeep cool ad. seeing Jeff Goldblum, but it was not a very funny commercial, even though it tried to be. It's like, oh, would you like to test drive it? And he's just like, I think I already did or something like that. I was like, yeah. okay, cash your check, and we'll see you this summer in the Jurassic World movie, yeah. uh, Goldblum. Well, well, yeah, he, he's, he's banking on those Jurassic uh, World bucks this year. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, but I like the addition. We got to see a little bit more of the side character that's wearing glasses, that that, that younger-looking guy. He looks kind of funny. He had a comical kind of like high-pitched you think, girl scream. <laughs> you think he's like the tech person of the group? Like he, they brought him in to hack the systems? Well, I certainly hope he knows Unix system. <laughs> well, I mean, and, he, and, the, he, and the 3D GUI of it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's probably the moss. Of this group, yeah. the IT crowd looks like they brought them in. <laughs> yeah, um, but that that was uh, I, that was the that was the first trailer. That's when I knew the Super Bowl had really kicked off. Was when I saw that all that money being spent. <laughs> I didn't. I just saw the messages sent to me saying, "Hey, did you see that?" I'm like, "No, oh. no." <laughs> uh, that's when I knew something was afoot. And then the second time I missed a trailer <laughs> was probably one of my most anticipated things I wanted to see because we've not seen anything on this movie yet. Uh-huh. First solo a Star Wars story. Yeah, that's right. If you if so, if you're subscribed to the podcast, you listen to our news episode. We knew this was coming, and this was going to be the teaser trailer to the extended trailer that you're going to get on Monday morning. Uh, it should already be out there, depending on when you're listening to the uh, this podcast. But I, I we pretty much got it right. We just saw a lot of like kind of nice little glossy shots of you know the Millennium Falcon. We got to see Lando. We saw Chewie. You know, you saw the things that you liked. But I thought the coolest thing in the trailers was by far the stuff we hadn't seen before that really cool kind of helixing bending train was neat yeah um there seems to be some sort of like samurai type droid or maybe force user i tried to do some pause and screenshots but i couldn't really get a good still shot of it and it looks like they're fighting on top of a train that thing looked pretty badass um overall it's fitting in with the rogue one aesthetic very very well it looks like, like it's a beautiful-looking movie from the 45 seconds we saw this. And, mm. you know, we'll be talking about the full trailer personally between you and me tomorrow. And then, you know, next next time we, we get together, we'll be talking about this. But, I mean, 
it's a beautiful looking movie. Like it fits that old school Star Wars aesthetic, like we were told it did. And, yeah, and I I like the look of it. And someone says we don't see we don't hear him talk, but he talks over the footage at the beginning, but we don't see him actually say anything at the end. Yeah, so, Alden Ehrenreich is saying he wants to be like the best pilot or something like that. I, I he kind of sounds like Harrison Ford. A little bit. It didn't. It didn't throw me for a loop. I mean, it, it was fine. Uh, but I'm just kind of more curious about the rumors that we heard a few weeks ago that he needed acting lessons. So we can say the trailer was exciting. We'll get a little bit more of it tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, the movie ends up being good. That's yeah. the big. That's the big wish. <laughs> I I feel better looking at it than I did not knowing what's going on. Like, and we talked about this earlier in the other episode. Venom. We don't know what's happening, so I'm very. Yeah. worried until we see yeah. what's happening. Yeah, it was a little bit of a sigh of relief when I saw the teaser. I was like, okay, maybe it's not a train wreck. <laughs> they actually filmed it. They're not just pulling one out. It's not a tie ad, guys. Yeah, it's not a tie <laughs> it's, it's a real movie. Yeah. So, Solo, Star Wars, right? Um, probably up there with one of my one of my uh, favorite ones of this, actually, is the way I would say it. Uh, I don't know about you, but I liked it. Yeah, well, well, we'll be talking about my favorite one here in a little bit. But is it uh, is for, it the next one? Because this next no, movie sounds like a Mike movie. You're like, it sounds like you're going to be there. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. This is a this is a movie pass movie if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Well, what is it, Mike? Tell tell the audience what they signed it up for. It is uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's uh, skyscraper. He seems to be some sort of. Uh, I don't know if he's like a security contractor or what he is, but he's kind of stuck in the world's biggest skyscraper. And his family is stuck very, on a very high floor, and he's trying to rescue them from bad guys. I don't know if they're terrorists or what the deal is. And if it sounds like I'm describing Die Hard, it's because <laughs> I'm kind of describing Die Hard. So I think I, this is like The Rock's Die Hard. It, it's not a remake. I don't think they're um, they're just trying to steal the plot. But it's just similarities. But it just kind of reminds me of uh, his earthquake disaster movie that he did and just any of his other type of just cheesy blockbusters. There's there's a, uh, there's a lot going on in this trailer. Yeah. And, and the last shot, I mean, you learned at the beginning, apparently The Rock only has one leg in this movie. And mm. at the end, he's hanging upside down on the side of this building with a rope around his fake leg and it's becoming unha- unattached from him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is what this movie was based. Someone said, we have a guy with one leg being hung from a building. Work this backwards. How did he get? Yeah, there? yeah. Pitch this. Turn this into a movie. But if you're if you're watching, uh, if you're stay tuned to Jimmy Fallon, unfortunately, right after the Super Bowl, you can see the longer extended version of this. I'm sure there's not much more that we're missing, except maybe like a, a grandiose special effects shot. But I think this might be a solid movie pass movie. You know, go see this uh, on your like eight ninety nine a month uh, ticket. So uh, yeah, skyscraper. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Not not surprised to see him at the Super Bowl. Yes, he's skyscraping the bottom of the barrel for this one. (laughs) Uh, um, Another another trailer I I saw parts of because I was having issues is the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer. I was very excited to check this out because. As you know, this is where we get to see the infamous mustache that cost Warner Brothers millions of dollars (laughs) and all of my respect. Um, So we get to see the new Mission Impossible trailer, and uh, you you described it pretty well. Uh, It's a lot of Tom Cruise falling down, falling off of things, or falling over things. Yes, exactly. And um, uh, Superman himself delivers a line in the trailer that says, what happens when you take Ethan Hunt to the edge? You can only disavow the man so many times until it either doesn't mean anything or until he's pissed off. So it looks like he's finally reached his breaking point. But I think the coolest part... 
Yeah, I think the coolest part in the trailer is when um, Ethan Hunt and uh, Superman. I keep seeing Superman because I forget the guy's name. Henry already. Cavill. Henry Cavill, the mustache man, uh, Superman, uh, Clark Kent, hanging out in the bathroom, uh, just uh, doing some like as you said, body blows. I don't know if he's fighting with Ethan Hunt alongside of him or against him, but throwing people through mirrors. Uh, there's like some big intense punches. He looks badass, and I think he's wearing like a tan suit. And it's like more than just a mustache too. He's got a little bit of a five o'clock shadow, but this just looks like a fun Mission Impossible movie. They they have been very consistent the last few of them as just being fun. It looks like this one is actually kind of picking up a little bit from the last one. So there seems to be some story threads going through. I don't really remember a lot what happened in the last one, but they kind of hinted at it in the trailer. So uh-huh. I think I'll be I think I'll be seeing this in theaters. Maybe not opening night, but you know maybe I'll go catch it on like a Saturday uh, morning. Yeah, I think the same thing. I really I like the last. Um uh, Mission Impossible movie, and you know that theme song's so catchy, and it sounds like they added lyrics to this one. Uh, <laughs> I don't um, know something about something about friction. I don't remember already. Somebody once nope, told some, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the in the last one you meet like there's a female operative for another organization, kind of like the same skills as Ethan Hunt, and mm-hmm. she's in this one very, uh, very, very a lot. Uh, but also his wife from I think Mission Impossible Three is back, yeah. Michelle Monaghan. So mm-hmm. um, I think I think I think this is six. I I really think this is a six one. So um, until Tom Cruise kills himself doing something on one of these movies, I think we're gonna keep getting them. So. Yeah, I did kind of like how they were really leaning into that one shot where he jumps across the building and like he didn't make it, and then that that footage made it on the TMZ and everything. Uh, I like how they're not leaning away from it. It's just like, yeah, we're freaking throwing Tom Cruise off buildings. Come see our movie. He's hurting himself. <laughs> yeah, right. This guy. This, this, welcome, welcome, to Mission Impossible Jackass Edition. <laughs> uh, my name is Tom Cruise, and this is the jump across the roof and fail trick. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so Mission Impossible, they had a great trailer. Um, one of the biggest, not just trailers, but one of the biggest surprises in the movie industry happened tonight, Mike. Oh yeah, this was huge. This was the trailer that literally got me off my feet and my wife could attest of the wooing and the cheering that I made when I saw the very last uh, bit of the trailer pop up. Uh, so I'll, I'll just let you, uh, I'll let you lay it out, Chris. So... We've talked about the third Cloverfield movie recently. A lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of mumblings just happened about, right? And it was due to come out um, April 20th. And instead, Netflix bought this movie called The God Particle, has renamed it The Cloverfield Paradox. It apparently is a prequel to the original Cloverfield of how the monster got here and is releasing right now on Netflix. Immediately yeah. after the trailer debuted, they put it online. The first trailer... Super Bowl movie time. That's yeah. that's what they did, and I, that's just that's just blowing my fucking mind right now. Oh like, yeah, I, I can't even put my I can't even wrap my head around it. I, I was surprised how much they were leaning into the the first original Cloverfield movie in the trailer. We saw a lot of shots, we saw tape recordings and stuff, and I was like, oh wow, because with our last Cloverfield movie, Cloverfield Lane, it was very isolated into that bunker, and they didn't even hint at the existence of any sort of aliens or anything like that in it. So we're just they're letting you know, hey, you remember that crazy found footage movie? They made a bunch of people throw up. Well, here it is. Uh, we're doing it again. And then guess what? Just when you're comfortable on the ground, space station. That 
that's right. We're up in space. There's an amputated hand walking around. Guess mm-hmm. what? You're in a real science fiction movie now. This is basically Alien. This is going to be crazy. You have no idea what's happening. And then just as like everything's swelling and you're just like, what am I watching? And then the screen goes black and then the line in like one of the letters of Cloverfield glows down and then bam, there it is, the Netflix logo. And then I just lost it when I saw that. I was like, oh my God, it's happening. It's coming to Netflix. I'm like so hype. And then I don't know if it said on the screen, if it said coming soon or available well, so tonight. On TV, but- it said coming soon. On the internet, it says tonight after the game. Oh, because I think I got a, a text from you that said, oh, it's coming tonight. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I just started freaking out. I think I I think I sent you the letters OMG in response. So, you did. Yeah, you this, this like was... Teenage girl you are. Yeah, <laughs> this was huge. This was amazing. I think the only thing that could possibly outbeat this is if they actually do make a romantic Cloverfield movie <laughs> oh and put it on Lifetime, like I said. So, that's the only thing that's going to that's gonna dupe that. So what it kind of... This kind of does... It kind of shoots my um, uh, idea that they're all Twilight universe episodes kind of out the window because this is very heavily tied into the first one now mm-hmm. um and maybe it will show how it ties into the the cloverfield lane as well oh um, yeah maybe it, because if they're all alien space based then like they sent that there then the aliens had to come and maybe that was how they took over first i don't know i know nothing about this movie I can't watch it tonight because it is uh, like it's gonna creep up on midnight here in a minute. <laughs> but I mean, I'm very excited to watch that tomorrow first thing because I don't want to know anything about this movie. I just want to sit down and watch it and get it down. Yeah, we we'll be talking about it next week on the show for for sure. I think. Um, uh, wait, no, we won't because I'm not gonna be here next so, week. Now actually. you ruined. Now you ruined uh, it. We're sending that, Mike to the space station to see <laughs> why the Cloverfield Monster is here next week. That's so, right. That's that. That's the paradox, indeed, for sure. So yeah, I guess. Uh, Keep an eye out there for. I'm really curious what paradox means in general. Uh, usually, that has to do with some sort of like time travel. Like this can't happen because this has happened. So I don't know how that's going to work into it. But I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, man, I have no idea, and that's why these. This is a style of filmmaking that's just not possible with how much we're into this. So yes, exactly. I mean, they filmed this. I I, heard, I read today afterwards. J.J. Abrams did some of the reshoots as well for it. Oh, nice. Uh, got his hands into it. The next one um, was the World War Two one, maybe. So, I think this is gonna be a new kind of new kind of trend where Netflix can just buy these big movies and be like, here you go, watch it now. Yeah, um, remember how shitty Bright was? Well, forget that. Here's a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, it, it made us enough money where we can buy good movies. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So there you go. Uh, another trailer. We, we were talking about this trailer here. We were like, it's in the third quarter. We're not going to see an Avengers Infinity War. Marvel bu- would have bought it up front, right? Yeah. They're not waiting until the third quarter. Well, it's apparently the third movie, so they saved it for the third quarter. Uh, okay. Uh, was was <laughs> their, 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 their thought process behind this afterwards? Um, but we have an Infinity War. It's a TV spot. It's not really a trailer, um, but it is almost all new footage, which was beautiful to look at. Yeah, it's almost more of a, a get, get hype type of situation. No real plot points. I think the only thing I can really derive from this trailer that we haven't seen bes- before, but besides seeing like Cap's like fancy uh, Wakanda shield was uh, 
uh, vision, Paul Bittany, he kind of uh, puts a little bit more focus on the gem in his head. It looks like maybe he's having a conversation with Scarlet Witch about it. So maybe they're going to elaborate a little bit more on that in the movie. Uh, but that's about all I can take away from it, except for we got a lot of really cool shots in there. Uh, this, after I watched it, it just made me think, um, oh, I'm actually kind of glad we didn't get a whole lot in this trailer because that means we're going to get a full official, full-fledged trailer number one that's not a teaser, probably just before Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney's probably going to let Solo marinate at least for the first half of this week, if maybe not the whole week. And then maybe Monday come next week, we're going to get that full Infinity War trailer that will be probably attached to the beginning of Black Panther's premiere. Yeah, that or they're maybe waiting for the Black Panther end credits before they drop the next trailer. Oh, um, maybe. That could be. Yeah, maybe that's how they're uncredited. Because the deal, like, we've had the Thor with the eye patch without the eye patch. My wife today, she's like, why does Thor... Thor didn't have an eye patch in the trailer. I'm like, yeah, he did. We have to go back and watch it. And she's like, man, you're right. I'm like, I kind of know this stuff. <laughs> yeah, who are you uh, talking to? <laughs> but So it may be something that Black Panther in credits could be. They could be saving it for a week or two after that. Um, I, I don't know. But, I mean, what I, what I liked about this, you know, we got to see. It looked like Doctor Strange might have been creating some spells Iron Man was working on him with in one scene. Um, Cap shield looked pretty pretty cool. Some some fight scenes going on. I don't know. There's a lot going on, but it doesn't give you anything away. It's a hype like I said, it's a hype moment, mm-hmm. and I I enjoyed those. I was like, I was really surprised they put it in the third quarter, but I was really glad they did. So yeah, that gave us something to look at. And I think right before this, or yeah, right before Infinity War, we got not a movie trailer, but a TV trailer for a show I'm really looking forward to this year with Westworld season two. Yeah, that's right. And the one that we saw during the game is not the full trailer. If you go online, if you check our show notes and you can get a link to it, it's the full trailer. We were watching it. I was like, oh, I'm actually getting a little bit more here. Yeah, it's it's much longer because there's a lot of slow motion shots and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, But so Westworld, if you watch Westworld season one, it's it's not a straightforward story. It's got some twists and turns to it that I think make it that much better. So don't read into it. Just watch it if you haven't watched it. If you have, season two is going to pick up where that goes on and it looks... Uh, it looks brutal. It looks awesome. It's very mysterious. Um, uh-huh. I'm really, I'm really excited to see where it goes and what they do with this. Um, hopefully, maybe they open up some other of the different worlds, like samurai world or medieval world. Um, but we got to see the big white robot who looked like a, a milky Ultron kind of thing. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what that is. It doesn't look like underneath the the skin. It looks like almost its own entity so maybe it's some sort of century that gets seized by the robots and maybe they turn it on their side or something uh but i think the biggest reveal in this trailer was at the very end like you said uh which would be the release date yes the release date uh, is april 22nd so we on hbo we don't have to wait until the fall i think this came out in the summer or fall the first yeah this, this was this was after a season of game of thrones when it premiered yeah the so first season and it's been about a year and a half since we've had it so i'm glad we don't have to wait two full years for its premiere back so april 22nd that'll give us something to do in april now that new mutants is out of the way so yeah um, we'll watch jessica jones in march and then we'll go right into westworld yeah but i think westworld will be weekly so at least we'll oh, have yeah. some stretch there so. yeah it will and uh so that'll be fun so yeah yes yeah, st- yeah so stick uh stick to uh hbo for westworld and uh they're also making a Watchmen show so there's lots of stuff going on over there at hbo yeah they gotta they gotta fill in that uh the game of thrones void here because peter dinklage he's already getting jobs for doritos man <laughs> yeah exactly if he keeps <laughs> rapping like that they're gonna keep hiring him yeah he's need your hbo money he's just gonna go on tour with chance the rapper or something <laughs> yeah and not say a word just just lip sync really really well 
Yeah. So and that's it for the for the movie trailers and TV trailers we want to talk about. There's a couple other ones we don't really. I don't feel like we could talk about very well. Uh, I think like Jack Ryan had one and uh, Castle Rock, which is if you're into Stephen King, it sounds like it. So um, there's those. But yeah, these are the trailers I think we liked. We liked the most. I didn't think yeah. any of these were horrible. But Jurassic World's probably my least favorite. Uh, skyscraper, uh, skyscraper. <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, Chris, fix that. <laughs> I, well, I, I forgot about it. That's how that's how low on the yeah. list. It well, was. I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to catch that Jimmy Fallon trailer probably uh, tomorrow morning. But I'm looking forward to see how the internet runs with all of this, all of these Super Bowl memes and stuff that we saw all tonight. Because uh, Monday morning is that's when the memers come out to play. So I want to see what goes on. Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're ahead of the game here uh, with Mike's lovely featured image he's made for the show. <laughs> uh, but but we got to get it out before everybody else starts making everything about Tide. So, All right, well, then I think uh, it's time to wrap it on up. That's true. I just want to say, if anyone else has any trailers or something they, they liked or maybe they saw that we didn't see, we have a local lawyer who calls himself The Hammer. <laughs> he had a minute-long trailer on the local ad, on the local thing, where he was riding a dragon into battle, and like the White Walkers from Game of Thrones were oh other like insurance companies trying to make you settle for Jesus. a lower check. He must get a lot of uh, must get a lot of work down there in Louisville to be able to get, make uh, that ho- kind of trailer. We, we hope he spent all his money on it because <laughs> it was it was rough. So oh uh, if you guys see any trailers you liked or you know maybe a local one, send us a link. I want to watch them. I'm going to see what's going on with that. Uh, <laughs> but if people want to know what you're up to, Mike, where can they find you at? Well, uh, you can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram and Twitter, and you can read my webcomics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to find you, where can they get at you? You can get me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N. You can also hit me up on uh, comicui.com and search YouTube for the DNN and see the other videos I do. If this is people's first time listening to us on our second episode of the day, uh, where can people find us at for the well, rest of it? Well, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That's the best place we uh, put all the avenues where you can uh, find our show and to get our awesome show notes. So we got even show notes for this short little episode. So if you want to get links to all of those trailers and don't want to hunt them down like I had to do before we started recording, we got them all listed there from uh, Jurassic World all the way to the West World. So uh, give those a click and uh, have some fun. So uh, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can get us right in your email inbox uh, every week if you want to do that. And you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can get SuperheroSlate.com merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. Um, if you're a fan of the show, please consider uh, leaving us a review, dropping us a comment, uh, sending us a message. We, we love hearing from you. It, it, it gets us up in the morning and it uh, keeps us motivated every week. Uh, and if you want to be a super fan of the show, that's super easy to do. If you if you want that uh, tag, if you want that Boy Scout patch for your sash that says uh, Superhero Slate Superfan, <laughs> all you got to do is uh, share the show with a friend. Share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, and as you've seen right now, sometimes twice a week. So uh, stay tuned, stay subscribed. Uh, I think uh, Chris and a possible guest that's going to be replacing me next week, you guys might be talking about the Cloverfield Paradox, so I think you got to subscribe to stay tuned for that. Yeah, I might save that one for you, Mike. That's special for you, but we're going to talk about that Han Solo trailer, because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> so, all right, well, I guess we'll I will catch you guys next week, Mike, in a couple weeks, and until then, it's a tight ad. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. He just made the Super Bowl for me. He just made everything better.